te vi nacer, te vi crecer. On Wednesday, November the 1st at 7.30pm, the Wise Centre for the Performing Arts in Lewisburg will welcome violinist Terry Janour and pianist Angelica Sanchez for a jazz performance in the Wise Centre Atrium. This performance is free and tickets are not required. The performance, which is co-sponsored with Jazz at Bucknell, features violinist, vocalist and composer Terry Janor, who has embarked on an untraveled road. The 2023 Creative Capital Awardee invites her powerhouse, Arizona-born pianist Angelica Sanchez, on an exciting musical adventure. Janor's newest experiment, called Secret to Life, is a vehicle that shines the spotlight on women's accounts, ones that were once held in secret. Applying her skills as a researcher, Janor conducts interviews, then invites the women's stories to become her muse through her uniquely constructed compositions. I had the opportunity to speak to Terry Janor by phone recently about this upcoming performance at the Wise Center of her piece, The Secret Life. I have a story about racial passing in my family that when I was growing up, I was asked to keep private because the member of the family who was uh, passing as white was a beloved member, and we wanted to respect his privacy. Very complicated. And so it wasn't until he died, and I really felt freed up to talk about it and to make art about it, which is what I usually, that's my (laughs) go-to. And so I did, I did a piece that was a one-woman piece, and I... What I did, Fiona, was to play the story about a bird who lives in the city, and it's told that it looks more like a cat because it's so big. And so this bird decides to go out into the world and see what it might be like to live like a cat. And so I have taken my family story and made this little allegory. So I performed it, and after I performed it, I just got excited about the idea of taking things that were secret and putting them out as art. And so I started working on it and I decided to try getting a funding for it, which I did. I got a creative capital grant in 2023 and it's a five-year support and I will be interviewing various women about their undisclosed stories that I then turn into music performance. For this particular project, I'm planning to do about six or seven women's stories, and I've completed one and am working on the second. The first one is is what I'll be performing at Bucknell. It's called Dakota. These women have pseudonyms, so Dakota is a pseudonym for the person I interviewed. But what was discovered was This is a woman whose mother had been institutionalized, a mental institution as a young person. And the woman I interviewed didn't know until she was a grown woman 
Well, there were things that had happened in the family that she was able to disclose through the interviews. Her brother had a motorcycle accident and left him without any language skills anymore. He had, it was the day he got married. There were a number of things. What was interesting, Fiona, is that I went thinking that there is this secret, and it turned out that there were multiple things that came forward during the interview interviews, actually three interviews that I do. I do a particular style of interviewing called phenomenological interviewing, and it's a three-part process. I take a, a good week in between each one. Can you tell us a little bit about this process? I studied with um, a man named Irving Seidman when I was working on my doctorate back in the mid-90s. He was really moving this particular process forward. And so it is a three-interview process where I do very little talking. What I do is to ask a question, for example, tell me about growing up. Might be something to unravel the background of the participant. And I let the person speak, and I just take notes about things I might want to go back to, and at the appropriate time I might ask, but it's not a question-answer format. And so it really, I end up with some fascinating interviews that I then transcribe. This particular project, I am getting stories from women of color, the first woman that I interviewed that I'm performing her story is a Trinidadian wo- woman, and the next woman is a Filipina woman. Really what, you know, inspired me was my story about racial passing, and I wondered how many other women of color had stories like that is what I was originally wondering And then it led me down this path, and I'm sure it'll lead me to many things, but finding out about mental illness and accidents that are feel shameful. You know, I I think that any person can tell a story, and if, if you listen in the right way and if you ask the right things, you get so much. So it is women that I'm interested in, and right for this project, it's women of color. But I think that going forward, I see opportunities to talk to a wide range of people. I'm really interested in people who are more marginalized economically to find out stories and without sensationalizing. So I'm I'm just beginning on this path of bridging story and my kind of improvising and music-making, song-making and improvising. Women who are marginalized, for whatever reason, their stories just aren't told, are they? That's right. Well, you know, we live in this corporate environment where we're told in so many ways that what's important is... uh, something bigger than you, (laughs) that those people over there or someone with schooling like this or, you know, it's always something bigger and so more remote than where we stand. That's what's important or that's what we should strive toward. So we sort of 
And when I say we, I mean people in general, in this country at least, you know, we sort of walk in this subservient way to a corporate identity that just looms over us. So you discover these stories. How on earth do you then translate this into music? This is where the magic happens that I can't fathom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I can't tell you how delicious and luxurious it is to complete the interview, have all of the words on a page transcribed, and then go and just pull out what it is that I'm hearing. Pull out, pull out, I delete, I, I make bold, I make in red, I put, make, I put it in categories, and then I just dream about it for a while. In my music, I don't use any of the words of the participant. That's one of the things that I have said to them, that I will not use your words. I'm being inspired by your story. And so that's what I do. I take that and then I start working with it. And I hear sounds as I'm working with the words. Then I hear ways of connecting. I might say, gee, there are three stories here and I will connect them with instrumental work telling stories also. And I think that the process of dreaming and putting together and that is universal. It's art making. You're going to be working with Angelica Sanchez. Can you talk a little bit about how that collaboration works and how it came about? I met Angelica about six years ago, six, seven years ago, When I was doing a project, it was a project with all women, and it was the beginning of this uh, story I was telling you about earlier, about the racial passing. And I was just beginning to explore it, and I did a really rough performance of it. Someone recommended Angelica, and she came and did the work. And after that, I said, oh, there was something about us working together that was really nice. And over the years, I have called her numerous times. And this year, we've worked a lot together. It's so wonderful to work with Angelica. She's super smart, super skilled, and she gets me. When we come together to make work, she just really is present and fearless. And I just love working with her. Terry, is there anything else you'd like to talk about your upcoming performance at the Y Center? I guess I hope that people get excited about this idea of having stories that have been hidden or secretive, bringing them out in a way so that there's a healing that happens. I have been so healed by this work, and I think I was most afraid when I did performance of this work for the first time in June. And when I did it, the person I interviewed, I had told her maybe a month or two earlier that I was going to do the performance. And she said, well, I'll come if I'm able to. So I thought maybe she wasn't interested in seeing what I was doing with her story. But anyway, she came to the performance and she was in the audience and I saw her and I was very nervous because, you know, I don't know how she's going to respond to what I've done with her story. And the next day I saw on Facebook that, oh, she loved the concert. Nobody knew it was her that I was singing about, but she was just noting that she had been to my performance. It was wonderful. And I said, 
that was that's a relief. So I think there's that the healing. There's something healing, uh, and I don't. I probably don't have the words. I'm I'm talking, but I don't really have the words to convey. There's something really special about the process of putting this work together, and so hopefully people will get that, and it, it'll be conveyed somehow. Terry Janor speaking about her upcoming performance of A Secret Life, coming to the Wise Centre for the Performing Arts on Wednesday, November the 1st. The performance will begin at 7.30pm and it is free. No tickets are required. For more information about the Wise Centre for the Performing Arts, you can go to bucknell.edu slash wisecentre or follow the Wise Centre on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. Many thanks to Terry Janor. And to you, WVIA's Fiona Powell.